Super Talk Mississippi media production. What's the key to discovering delectable dining? Find something that sizzles. A time-tested favorite. A feast for your eyes and palate. And a dining experience handled with care. In Vicksburg, the key to the South. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. With Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk of 24-7 Sports. Powered by Taylor Construction Equipment. Whether you're looking to rent, lease, buy, or for service, contact Taylor Construction Equipment today at taylorconstructionequipment.com or call 662-446-1048. Now get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Wednesday morning. Thanks for joining us here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse here in Starkville or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. It'd be a little weird, Robbie, if uh, Brupolo was in Star. Yeah. Faith Hill could sponsor it. I mean, if we could make that happen, now we're now we now yeah. we got something going. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I don't know much about Star. No, other than that. Yeah, no, that's all you need to know. So also, I have told you, issue, I needed to issue a correction. We take our journalistic integrity very seriously here on Thunder and Lightning. I was told that it's Reunion that has where the swingers are, not Annandale. So I want to pass that along. Ah, so where's reunion? It's in that same area. Both of those places sound like subdivisions. Yeah, yeah, they they kind of are, they're, but they're but they're, they're 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 communities. Because there's the reunion golf course or whatever right, in right, right. Madison, correct? Yeah, and I think Annandale isn't that a that isn't is that a course, yeah or a uh, subdivision or something? So yeah, yeah. Let's see, it's listed as, hold on, let me see what it says here. If you click on it, it doesn't say. Well, I don't know then. They're trying to keep it a secret. I got, I think you might be right. So, What's not a secret is that Strange Brew Coffee is awesome. So if you don't live in Starkville or Tupelo, you want to drink our Tuscaloosa and drink it every morning, you got to go to the website, strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. Order it there. Don't forget, when you support Strange Brew Coffeehouse, you support the Bulldog Initiative. I also want to know who corrected you. And how they know so much about the community of my cousin John Augustinelli uh, corrected me. He does not live in that area, though. So that's that's not an issue. But you know, he knows. You know, it's one of those. You know, what is it? I Y I K Y K kind of things. You know, if you know, you know. If you know, you know. So well, I had no clue. So if my mother's listening. I, I handled the Bible. I, I didn't no know either. I didn't know. I did. I you, just, you try. You thought you did. I thought I did. Is there another community down there? I don't know. I don't know what's going on down there with the rich folks in Madison. That's not my. <laughs> that's not my, my. I don't know. I don't know. So, College Corner and CollegeCornerStore.com. I was looking at CollegeCornerStore.com today. 
and they have reloaded all of their interlocking MSU gear. So all of their polos are available in sizes from small to 3XL, uh, T-shirts, hats, everything interlocking MSU. We're a month away as we sit here uh, today from the game, from the Kentucky-Mississippi State game, where they will unveil the, the 98 uniforms. You want to be in the stands wearing the interlocking for that one. So head over to collegecornerstore.com or their two Jackson area locations and grab you a new interlocking MSU polo from College Corner. Restaurant Tyler, Starville's flagship restaurant. For lunch, for dinner, for Sunday brunch, the best meal in town is at Restaurant Tyler. Guys, we say it all the time, but you know, for a blue plate, if you're a person that wants a blue plate at lunch, you you want to go to Restaurant Tyler. They have the best in town. Fried chicken, fried catfish, pork chops, fried shrimp. Uh, and of course, I'm telling you, the, the chicken meatloaf is underrated. No, nobody talks about the chicken meatloaf. Everybody forgets about him. You should. It's good. I don't like meat. And it's sort of the same thing with the cornbread, right? I don't like meatloaf. Not a fan, but I like the chicken meatloaf at Restaurant Tyler. Give it a look. I'm just telling you. Yeah. Just trust your old friend Brian on this one. Head over to lunch today and grab some chicken meatloaf at restaurant Tyler. 16 Priority One Bank locations throughout Central Mississippi. They are here to serve you banking within your community. It builds strong communities the same way shopping locally and eating locally does. It's the same thing with banking locally. And with 16 locations throughout Central Mississippi, that means one's near you if you live in that area. So give them a call today. Check them out on the website, PriorityOneBank.com. Get in there and build a relationship with your local bank. Let Priority One show. Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. Got a text coming in here. Let's see what this is. Oh, okay. Well, that's disappointing. Uh, here we go. It's Rumblings Day. Let's just get right into it. Well, hold on. I didn't even. You know, what I didn't do. I didn't like because the Twitter notifications are so weird. Let's see if we're good. Oh, we're good. I think we're good today, Rob. I think we're good. Okay. Last week it was it was, it was a uh, bad shape. It was a nightmare. But here we go. All right, we're we're good. Let me find your your tweet. I'm sorry. My apologies. I, I wasn't ready. Was not ready. And I don't know why I wasn't ready. Here we go. There it is. There's the Robbie Falk tweet, which means I'm good to go. Here we go. Jackson Waddell. Is there anything more depressing to watch from a football standpoint? that a team with both a bad offensive line and a defensive line that can't get pressure. When teams are bad in the trenches, it, 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 is, it is depressing. Yes. I'm, I'm depressed a lot. Dynamite drop in, Robbie. Appreciate that. Great job. Uh, <laughs> thought you might have more. Um, no, I have, I have nothing else to add there. All right, Colton Watson. Did you two have to practice at tweeting so fast during games, or did it come naturally? What's your secret? Just good. I mean, we're just we're just the best. Or maybe we're just ahead of the television, and you're saying it thirty seconds to a minute after it actually happens. I don't know. There is some of that, yeah. If you because if you're in the game checking Twitter, that would be weird. So if yeah. If you're if you're at home, even if you're watching on ESPN, I, I have a couple seconds on you there. So, yeah, it, 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 it's it, it's happening in real time for me. But you're getting it. You know, basically all of our tweets, Robbie, are future Brian. Yes. Yeah. If you're watching on TV, yes. Yeah. All right. Now Colton here is going to attempt. Well, we do kind of we do kind of type fast, but that yeah. I mean we. I'm a fast. I type, type for a living. Yeah. So, you know, it's just practice. 
Colton is going to try to be positive here, Robbie. Let's see where it goes. No touchdowns allowed in the second half. Some horrible offensive mistakes, but pretty consistent ball movement throughout. Playing shorthanded, a game state fans did not expect to win. But based on my Twitter timeline, the stadium needs to be bulldozed and the campus closed for eternity. I'm not thrilled by any means, but I wasn't about to jump off the scoreboard like it seems many fans were. Why the despair? There's two things. One, it's 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 these last three weeks. Losing three games in a row is is just painful, regardless. But they, they, the defense, the way the defense is played, has been surprising to people. But the second thing is what we talked about on the show: is Ole Miss, Ole Miss won, Ole Miss won. That to me is like the bigger thing. I think and there, there's a lot of people that won't admit that, but the fact that they got some headlines, they looked good on offense, they were exciting, they won the ball game against a team that just beat the stew out of you a couple weeks ago. That is probably the underlying um, problem. Yeah. So, you know, you can get a lot of that back just by taking care of your business in October. Yeah. Yeah. You beat Auburn, you beat Arkansas, it'll be fine. You're five and three, nobody cares. Going to have to win. Going to have to win. Maroon Buffoon. Does it get better? Is it li- is there light? What can I be positive about this deep depression I am in as a Mississippi State fan? Help me. But again, it goes back to like, did you expect to beat Alabama? Did you really expect it? This is the best state's played against Alabama in five years. And here we are sitting about it, talking about it like state got they lost 50 to nothing. It's true. Yeah. All right. Robbie is bringing it today. Great. Uh, Brian McDuff just asked me, do you think you know me? That is going to be the question of the uh, the week. On this day. That's pretty good. Do, do you think, uh, will they have him on Wednesday, you think? Just to have like a yeah. Week? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or are they going to make him a collision guy? Because, I mean, they got to put some stars on that show. They got to do something. Well, he's going to be on Dynamite next week fighting. On the, so, on the Tuesday show. Yeah, but it's, it is dynamite. So okay. I assume he's going to be a dynamite. Guy. Why is it on Tuesday? Is there MLB playoffs? Probably, if yeah. I had to guess. Okay. Um. Well, let's let's look at the schedule real quick. You do that while I continue on here. Uh, what is the what is Tuesday? The tenth. The tenth. Uh, but there we go. Yes. The eleventh. The divisional series is on. Uh, well, yeah, divisional series is on the eleventh. Okay. Okay. Well, but it's on it's on Fox. It's not you on. Just don't, uh, you just don't want to go up against it, though. Probably. Yeah, that's probably what it is. So. All right. Uh, Roman Moran asks us: Do fans have a legitimate gripe when they demand major changes in coaching staff hires? After all, the landscape of college football has been shifting towards a lack of loyalty, the transfer portal, NIL deals, and other factors in play. So, hold on. I'm trying to. Understand the question. So, do fans have a legitimate? Should they should they want a coach fired at this stage? I guess. Yeah, due to the current landscape. Yeah, because everybody's having the same landscape. It's not like it's just affecting one school. So it's still about wins and losses at the end of the day. Do you think it's justifiable to like call for firing this early? Oh, it's def- it's definitely yeah to 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 do it five games five games into a guy's tenure. Yes, even it that, that's a little reactionary. That's 
it's a little knee jerk. You think? Yeah, I, I do. I agree with that. I don't, you know, I, I've been I've been thinking about this more and more, and it's not that I'm like trying to tote water for Zach Arnett. I just I think this was a very difficult transition that we didn't we kind of overlooked. Like we like well, I think we I think we just thought you know he made some good hires. He had all these players returning. Like it's going to be a lot easier transition than we think. But you're talking about a guy that has never been a head coach, going from coordinator to running a program. And he even mentioned it his first week about having to balance like the team aspect of everything throughout a game week. Yeah, I would so it's it's obviously been a tough transition. I agree with a lot of what you're saying, but. We thought there was going to be so much continuity on the defensive side for them to be this bad is shocking. Yeah, with you know with Arnett. So, that, but you know maybe it's maybe he needs to be more involved in the defense than he I is. I agree with that. I, I, would agree I don't with know that. how involved he is. Yeah, but but I assume just based on what he's said and you know how he's appears to be handling things right now, I assume he's going out of his way to not be a shadow mm-hmm. over Matt Brock's shoulder. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he's signaling in plays and stuff, but I think he's giving Matt Brock the, you know, a lot of, a lot of rope mm-hmm. uh, to pull himself. Mm-hmm. I just, I, you know, maybe it's time he steps in a little bit because the defense does look a lot different and not in a good way. And it's not just injuries. I agree. Uh, Rob Hadaway. Also wants to ask if we think we know him. That's funny that they both tweeted that. They're like, both wrestling fans too. They, they, around the same time too. Yeah. I think it was like yeah. it was pretty close. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. like uh, they both tweeted minutes. it on this other day. They tweet. Yes, they tweet clearly. Yes, they did. Everything has come to life. Anyway, yes, uh, we're very excited about Adam Copeland. Uh, and, uh, He's awesome. He is. I, I I am excited. Uh, Rob Hadaway, are we forever doomed now to have everyone want to fire every new coach after they lose their first game? I think yes. fire, I'll be honest with you, Robbie. You got to fire them after their first win. You got to sell high. You don't want to sell right. low. Sell low after the first loss. You're going to take a loss on this. No bunch they're of losers. Going to fire Arnett right after the bowl game. His stock was never higher. But if you follow um, message board geniuses, yes. you see that it's not a Mississippi State thing. It's not a Mississippi State. No. LSU was ready to move on yeah. from uh, well, Brian Kelly the other day. Here, they should move on. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it, it, it's everywhere, man. It's shocking how bad LSU is on defense, by the way. I, I don't think it's – I don't think it's understated or, or it's being stated enough in that, yeah, you're right, because – they gave up 700 yards. yards. Yeah. Tell them that. 700 yards. I mean, there there have been probably been some seasons in LSU football history where they didn't give up 700 yards over like five games. Yeah. And they gave it it's, up in one game. It's shocking. The way that they recruit. It shouldn't but be. Like them and Alabama both, like some of the guys they've taken out of the portal, mm-hmm. it's kind of, kind of strange. I agree. You know, like they're yeah. like they're kind of settling for a group of five, like a couple group of five guys, and yeah, you know, 
Uh, let's see. I'll, let's see. Last one here from Rob. I saw last weekend that Kentucky has a six-fingered linebacker. Assuming Inigo Montoya doesn't catch up to him first, can we get him and Bob Carscadden to d- together for a picture? I think that needs to happen. Why doesn't he give one of his fingers to Bob? Why hasn't that happened? That's a good question. Greedy, selfishness from Kentucky's linebacker. Why do you need six fingers? You don't. You don't. Uh, John Carpenter asks us, rank these movie characters, James Bond, Indiana Jones, Han Solo, The Man With No Name, and Jack Sparrow. I would say, where is Michael Myers on this list, John? (laughs) Your own guy, John. Come on. (laughs) Um, Okay, for me, this is a personal preferences here. Han Solo won. I love Han Solo. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then Bond... Uh, Indiana Jones, Clint Eastwood, uh, the man with no name, and Jack Sparrow's last. Okay. Um, hmm. A man with no name, is that the good, the bad, and the ugly, or what is that? Yeah, that's, uh, that's, uh, good, the bad, and the ugly, and it's, uh, it's a couple others, right? It's, it's it, there's a couple others where he's in, I think. Pell Rider? Let me look here. The man with no—it's a trilogy. All right, so he is in uh, the man with no name for a few. Oh, sorry, no, he's not in the man with no name. He's he's in a, a fistful of dollars for a few dollars mm-hmm. more, and the good and the bad and the ugly. He is okay. in the man with no name. That's that's what I meant to say. Yeah. Okay. The his westerns. Yeah. That's an iconic uh, role. I just it I, is. Um, I, I think it's got to be James Bond. Mm-hmm. They've they've made like fifteen movies out of this with like five different people over several decades. I think James Bond's at the top of the list for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would go uh, Indiana Jones, mm-hmm. Han Solo, mm-hmm. Man with No Name. I mean, I guess it's an order here. Yeah. Okay. That works. John also wants us to predict what season Mississippi State will become over above 500 and over the overall football record. State is currently, as of this moment, 591, 605, and 39. That oh, means, they're that close. Yeah, so they're what? That's four. They are 14 games under 500. Let's let's assume this season finishes 500. Let's just say they get to six and six, and I guess they go to a bowl game. Maybe they win it. So they're seven and six. They they shave off a game this year, right? Thirteen games under five hundred. I think they would be over five hundred by twenty thirty five. Uh, not as close as I thought. Well, I mean that, that's assuming you're one game over, but you're going to have some years where you're two games over. But you you might have a year where you're two games under. Yeah. So I, that's 20, been such a battle trying to get. Well, it's because like over five hundred. It's because there's twenty two vacated games in there. I think on the field all time state is above five hundred. Yeah. So. Vacated wins are so dumb. Yeah. Like it, I, I mean, I nobody cares. I, I mean, you can't take those games away. You're not you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Ah, uh, let's see here. Tanner Bolware, my wife and I went to the Jackson Prep West Jones game on Friday, and I was shocked to see West Jones has a light show. Pretty sad we are that far behind in the department. There are high schools that have LED lights. You poor a high school has LED lights. Yeah, but Mississippi State football doesn't. 
Unbelievable. What are, the, what are the chances we see a Mike Wright led drive this Saturday? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna enhance this question, Robbie. What are the chances we see a Mike Wright led drive before the middle of the third quarter? Um, I think it would have to be kind of disastrous for Will Rogers before we see that happen. I just it can't just be they're winning by enough that they're up. You know, they go up four or five touchdowns in the first half. It had to be negative, Robbie. Well, when did we see him get a drive against Southeastern Louisiana? You're right. No, you're right. I mean, they've proven nothing to this point. Um that they they're willing to put him out there for an extended period of time. The other day, the game was was over in the fourth quarter, and he didn't get in the ball game uh, for a full drive into the last possession. I don't even know if he got a full drive. Yeah, but no, that I, I mean, no, doesn't make sense. Ah, uh, see here, he needs like a whole half. Like, no, I agree. Maybe they can get up forty in the first half and and just give him the entire second half. That would be. Let's see what he does. Yeah, we'll see if it happens though. Uh, Josh, I see Arnett with a play sheet during the game. Is he calling plays on defense? I think he and 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 Brock are kind of working in in concert on that. Is that correct? I I don't know if he's actually calling plays. He's signaling in plays. Okay. So he's getting the plays in his headset and he's signaling them in. I don't know if he is directly involved in the play calling or what. Uh, also, he asked Josh asked, "Can we get a men's and women's basketball preview? We just want it right here in the middle of the rumblings. You want us to just take you know a good forty five minutes worth of, of the time to answer your question? Yes, of course. There's going to be an MSU win, men's and women's basketball preview here on Thunder and Lightning next week on the off week. We'll be able to do a lot of that. I've already got an interview lined up with Purcell, and I'm working on Jance. Amen. Amen. Dang it. Let's go. Amen. So." Yeah, we'll definitely talk a lot of hoops next week. Dylan Ballard asked us, so we have established that Mike Wright still has packages, and I use the uh, the quote fingers on it, packages set in place for him. But what does he have to do to get more playing time? How bad does Will have to be? Also, remind me when basketball starts. First basketball game in Chicago, November the 8th, against Arizona State. Make sure you consider Arizona State. Can't wait. I, I don't know. Uh, the Will Rogers thing, we've talked about it. The, the Mike Wright thing, we've talked about it. I just don't know. I don't know. You know, we keep hearing he deserves opportunities. We have package for him, blah, blah, blah. That's what the coaches keep saying. But it doesn't seem to be coming to fruition. Yeah. I, you know, it's a very curious situation. I, you you got you to deal where two out of the last three games, the offense has not been able to throw the football uh, for the most part. And – it's like how much worse can it possibly get? Right. Like if we're if it's a situation where he can't, they feel like he can't throw it. Well, I mean they're not consistently. They're not putting out a great product passing the football anyway. So I mean you might as well get a guy that can move the pocket and and help you in some zone read schemes and some RPO and all that stuff. But he's. Just not getting those opportunities. I don't. I don't know what the deal is. I don't know if it's just you know they just absolutely do not want to to uh, create any kind of controversy there, mm-hmm. or if he's showing something in practice. I don't know. 
we, we haven't been given that insight at press conferences. They just say basically, you know, they're he, he's a great teammate. He's a good kid. And we have packages for him. That's that's all we get. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. RJ Sweatman, why isn't the batted pass issue being talked about more? It's five to ten plays a game just given away. We asked Arnett about that, and, and he I mean he, he kind of made a joke about it at first, but I don't know what you do in that situation. I mean, it's because it, it's odd and that you know, it's not like Rogers is super short. He's six two. He's plenty tall enough to play quarterback, but he, he he does have an inordinate amount of passes deflected at the line. And a lot of it is the fact that he's you know standing in the pocket. Yeah, uh, he can't. He no. Okay. You decide to take a break there, mid answer. I don't, I don't know what happened. I, I was just—I was, I didn't have the the screen up. I'm leaving all this in, by the way. Uh, okay. I, I didn't have the screen up, and you just stopped talking. And I was just like, "Oh, you must needed to smoke." Either you, yeah, I hadn't smoked in years. I know. Uh, I have—I don't know what happened. It was either your internet or mine. I don't know. Wow, well, I don't know. This is why we should be doing this in the studio more often. But it's I mean, just I'm, kind of a. Where, where am I right this second? Where I know. I'm, I'm talking who, about who, myself. Who, who's the one who's not here? I'm talking about myself. Are you? Punk. Oh, don't you dare. I'm in no mood. So anyway, I, I've already forgotten the question. Uh, it was about what Rodgers passes. passes. Yeah, go, continue yeah. with your answer there, please. I was just saying that. I mean, I think it's a lot of it is the fact that he's in the pocket so often. <laughs> um, and he's surrounded by a bunch of, you know, big, meaty men. So they'd stick their paws up and they slap the ball down. Are you talking about big meaty men slapping meat? Pretty much. Okay. All right. That's what happens on the offensive and defensive lines. It's true. It's true. Also from RJ, the running back room actually looks really good, but why doesn't it seem to have a rotation like the receivers? What I would tell you is that I think the receivers rotate too much. I think it's the other I think the problem is the other way around. Yeah. I, I you know, having two backs and letting those guys kind of take the bulk of the carries, I think, is a good rotation. And then filtering in a third guy every now and then. I, th- I think that's the best thing to do. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Cameron Worm. Big Worm. Big Worm. If you won the Powerball, currently $1.04 billion, how would you fix the football program? So let's, let's you know, it's it's valued at 1.04, but you know when we talk about taxes, you're probably going to clear about 600 million. Yeah. All right. How much are you willing to put in to do, do you feel like like all you really need to do is give Charlie Winfield like 100 million dollars? Doesn't that uh, take care of almost everything? Well, you know, if you're willing to give the bulk of your winnings to Mississippi State, mm-hmm. I would say, well, first of all, we're going to go hire Nick Saban. Nick Saban is going to be our coach. Okay. So he's going to make $20 million. I don't, I don't know that Get Nick that out of the way quickly. Bought like that. I don't know. He, that he might be. I mean, I don't you know. He might be able to, but I, I mean, I, I just don't well, know. If he, if he, if he like, doesn't well, want it, if he over. doesn't want it, would Kirby Smart be willing to take 20 yeah. mil? Would. I think with you Jim go Harbaugh, with Ryan Day. Here, here's the issue with what you just said, though. All right, so I, players are what wins games, right? Would I rather have a hundred million in 
uh, NIL or would I rather have 100 mil in five years of Kirby Smart coaching my program? Well, I mean, I still got $600 million. I still got to put the. I'd like to have some something for myself. Can I buy a house? Like, I'm not giving state this all is a of hypothetical. This, money. this is a hypothetical of what you would do to, spend, to fix the football program. I'm willing to spend a hundred million of my six hundred million. That, that okay, is, so you hey. have five hundred million. Yeah, no, you have one hundred million. Is all you're spending? That's all I'm willing football? to spend. Yeah, a hundred. Okay. Did you well, hear what the mean, words that just came out of your mouth? A hundred million. That's all you're spending. A hundred million is well. That changes a lot of things, Brian. That changes. Yeah. Where am I going to send? Uh, how much money am I going to send to the NIL? How much money am I, am I going to spend on facilities? How much money am I going to spend on the coaching staff? I, I'm willing to There's let a lot have of a things. go if I give him $100 million worth of NIL money. I'm willing to let him get some players in. Yeah, but you that's just part of your issue. I mean, just oh. simply having good players isn't going to do anything. That You still have to have you know the wide scope of things. Look at Texas A&M. I mean, we're t- – we're discussing whether or not Jimbo Fisher is going to keep his job, and they have all the money in the world spending on players. Huh? They, they just signed the greatest recruiting class of all time a couple of years ago. So it's not just about players to me. If State signed the greatest recruiting class of all time, mm-hmm. you still have issues there within your coaching staff. So if you're putting all your money in NIL, you solved just a little bit of your issue. So I'm if if I'm getting six hundred. A million dollars. I'll probably, if I really desperately want to fix Mississippi State's program, the first thing I'm going to do is get a great coaching staff in place. Mm -hmm. The second thing I'm going to do is filter a lot of that money into NIL. You know, five, six million dollars in NIL for football would do wonders. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I mean, there's not, it's not like they have to. Put a hundred mil in there, but then I want to fix the stadium. I, we got to fix the lights, the sound. I'm making the stadium, you know, one of the best in the country. We're going to get the south end zone fixed. We're going to do something about that. We're going to uh, put chairbacks throughout the stadium. So it starts with a coaching staff for me. Then it's players. Then it's uh, facilities. Yeah, I mean. I guess what I would say is I would definitely put some money into facility. Like if I have a hundred million, right? I'll, I'll put fifty, fifty million dollars in NIL because Charlie can invest some of that money, and and just live off the the, the dividends for a while. But yeah, you got to put some. You know, basically, what I would want to do is I'm going to go to to Arnett and be like, "All right, how much does this cost? How much does it cost to get LED lights? How much will it cost to upgrade the sound system to be the best in the conference? How much? And I'm going to get a number and be like, here's that amount. Use what I have given you for what we have discussed here today. I don't want to come back and find out that, oh, by the way, we also gave this money to this. Nope. This is my my money, and these are my, these are my requirements. And also one requirement that Larry Templeton never be credentialed ever again in his life. As long as he lives, he has to pay for a ticket. If I ever see him with a credential, I will sue to get the money back. Okay. I'm going to be spiteful. It's fair, though. All right. Uh, Good discussion. Patrick Kakaro will get his question in, and then we'll go to the break. With the pandemic still ongoing, the war in the Ukraine, and the migrant crisis, 
Do you think that state should be responsible and call off the remainder of the football season, leading by example for the rest of the SEC? I'll be honest with you. On Sunday afternoon, I was pretty sure that, yes, that was probably the path we needed to take. Now we've gotten to Tuesday. I feel a little bit more hopeful about the ability of this country, this great country, to get through these troubled times. So let's just wait and see what happens. But you're, you're could, back on you're back on track. It could it could it could go the other way. We may need to cancel the football season for safety reasons. <laughs> and there's just no getting around that fact. It's unsafe. There you go. There we go. All right, let's uh, let's move on into the rest of the rumblings. It's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council, who want to remind you that beef is what's for dinner. Guys, it's still grilling season. The weather's still nice outside. It's time to fire up the grills with steaks, with burgers. Fill it up with those great tasting things that you enjoy each and every weekend. And if you got time, all you know, if you're not coming to the game, you're just going to be watching college football all day Saturday. Put a brisket on in the morning. Or you can put it on the night before and have it ready for when Mississippi State kicks off. You can do these things. You've got one of those fancy grills. Or if you're just a person who doesn't like to sleep and you can tend to fire all night. Either way. So, when we're talking about grilling out, we're talking about beef. If you're looking for tailgating recipes, they've got them at msbeef.org. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find the smoked southern soul food that you're looking for. Great place to eat. I think we're going to be there this weekend or or this this week sometime, and I'm looking forward to it. Why? Because I know I'm going to have a great meal, just like I have each and every time I go to Two Brothers Smoked Meats. I've never had a bad meal there, and it's just as simple as that. So when you're looking to have a good time, have a good meal, you know where to go. Over to the Cotton District and grab a a seat at Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Great products and great service. Excuse me. Every business likes to promise it to you. They deliver it to you at Advantage Business Systems, and they have been doing that for 48 years. You know how they've stayed open that long? By taking care of you guys, taking care of their customers. So why don't you give them a call today? If you need technology for your business, a copier, a printer, new computers, new laptops, they've got them. Great name brands, great prices. And then if you do need service, you call them back and you talk to the same people who made you the sale. That's a huge difference, and it's one you're going to appreciate. 601-362-9192, or you can visit them online, absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. I talked about it earlier, the interlocking MSU game, November the 4th. We're almost there. The Rogues Collegiate Collection is loaded with awesome Peter Millar polos and pullovers that are ready for you to get with the interlocking MSU. And don't forget, if you're following them on Instagram, you have a chance to win a polo of your choice, follow them at the Rogue JXN on on Instagram to get a chance to win a free polo of your choice. Great looking shirts, great styles, and of course, talking about the Rogue, one of the top men's clothing stores in all of the Southeast. So you know the service is going to be top notch. Don't live the three stripe life. Shop at the Rogue. Clay O'Neill asks, "Will there be a bigger baseball crowd than what comes to Starkville Saturday?" Ooh. So Ole Miss is on the road. LSU is at home, and that's the first weekend of the year. Is there a bigger Saturday crowd for LSU than there is for the Mississippi State Western Michigan game? Mm, I say I no. think there'll be over thirty thousand there. Ooh, you say thirty. I think, I think it's between I think it's between twenty and twenty five. 
So I say no, but yeah, it's I say no. I but. think it'll be more than that. All right, we'll see. That that would be one of the smallest crowds they've had since the Kareem era. I mean, I go the one they had last year for uh, East Tennessee State, something like that. But I don't I don't know what it was. Announced it was also thirty degrees at that game. It was cold. It was cold. This is a night. The weather should be nice this weekend, but I, I don't think it'll be a big crowd. But I don't think it'll be. I don't think it'll be that bad. There's a, there's something else to consider, even regardless of the team's record. This is the fifth home game in six weeks. Yeah, I mean, there are just some people who are like, I'm just tapped out of money at this point. That's true. You know, so it's something to watch. We'll see what happens. Um, Brogan Fairchild, what is the biggest? or best thing you've ever gotten at a garage sale. The wife, the kids and I surprised my wife with a $25 canoe one time. I've never really wow. the yard sale thing. So I don't have a good answer for this. I've, I've never like been a big garage sale guy. Yeah. So yeah, I, don't, I don't either. I don't, I don't have it. Uh, who do you think are going to be the biggest impact players for men's and women's basketball? Now, Robbie, you call me crazy if you want. But I think the biggest impact players for men's and women's basketball are going to be Tolu Smith and Jessica Carter. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. yeah. I know. I know. But put, put, put me down for that. Put that on the record. Spicy, for spicy hot take here. Yeah. I mean, I just I just feel like those they're both due for big seasons. Potential all SEC players. Under the radar. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Nobody's talking about those guys. Ah, where are we here? Hunter Manis asked us, got some would-you-rathers. <laughs> fingers as long as your legs or legs as long as your fingers. <laughs> so, <laughs> I got, like, fingers that are, my inseam is a 30. So I got a 30, I got five 30 inch fingers going here. Like I can reach, like, I can open the door from where I'm sitting. You're like salad fingers. Remember salad yes, fingers that, but this is where, that uh, or do I have a, I mean, this is like my, my pointer. Wait, wait, I'll get the index. I'll get the, the middle finger up. That's the longest one. I got like two inch legs. Yeah. I'll go with the fingers. Yeah. As weird as that would look. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to be walking around. No problem around. scratching your back, though. You can get true. anywhere. You can get anywhere. And he, and It'd look, be freaky man. Your wife is in one is on one side of the couch. You're on the other. She's like, scratch my back. You don't have to move. It's true. Just throw it out there. I can't. I can't. I don't want to be. You know, basically only the size of my torso. <laughs> you know, I, I got to have some height. Um. All right, here we go. B. B. Be extremely fast, but you can only if you go backwards, or you can teleport, but only to random places you can't control. I think I'm going with the the. So uh, here, this is the issue, right? It it doesn't affect what you do going forward. So I'm walking forward, everything's normal. But if I do decide to back it up, I'm super fast, right? If you teleport places that you don't have any control over, who knows where you're going to end up? That's true. That's that's a scary. Sun. You know? That is a really scary that's idea. Not, yeah, it doesn't work. So I'm going to go with the fast thing. Yeah. All right. Last one. Find a person in your attic or a hundred thousand spiders. This is the easiest one. I'd rather find a person. 
Yeah. I can deal with a person. I can't deal with 100,000 spiders. No, you'd have to just burn the house down. Yeah, I'm not even scared of spiders, but that's an, that's an inordinate amount of spiders. That's a lot. One person, I can just get him out of there. Yeah. All right. Very good. Those were good choices, though, uh, Hunter. I appreciate that. Uh, Hunter Johnson. We gotta, we're on a run of hunters here. With football season looking like it's over at this point. Gosh. They're two and three. I told you they were going to be. How much of the fan base do y'all think is excited for basketball season to be here next month? I don't think we've been this excited for basketball in quite some time. They, 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 there is real, legit, palpable excitement for basketball. Yeah. For both teams, it should be fun. Yeah. Um, hopefully people don't get on the fire Jan's train right away if he loses a couple See, of games. I would say fire him now. Just go ahead and get ahead sell, of it, huh? Sell high. <laughs> sell high. Don't sell after a loss. Sell now. Uh, Travis McCain says, just started a two-week road trip. First off, Travis, you need to let us know where you're going. That sounds awesome. What are some of y'all's favorite road trip bands and songs? We would, I think Robbie and I would tell you to find our Omaha playlist from a few years back. That's right, Thunder and Lightning Road Trip, Omaha yeah, playlist. We've got a, I forget what it was called. But. It's got everybody's walkout song from that team, plus some of our other favorite songs. It's it's enough to drive you from Starkville to Oxford. It's like 10 hours worth of music. Yeah. So check that out. It's on Spotify. Also, if you could pick one car for a long road trip, what would it be? Do you want to go like an see like here's the problem I'm thinking like a like roomy SUV but the gas mileage on that is bad something that I could you know lay down which I mean I most of the time I drive yeah so like I, I like driving when I'm on the road it's not like I get sick or anything I just like to drive we want to get the wind in our hair mm, no because I want to listen to music and not yeah. have the like I wind have never driven in a convertible, so I have no idea what it sounds what it sounds like trying to listen to music in a convertible. I mean, you can still hear and everything. The speakers are, yeah. It's just you know. I mean, when you ride, so we want you ride like, down the. We want something like you ride a, down the road with the windows down or something. I mean, yeah. similar. We want something like a Yukon or a Denali or something where we got so you got some room to spread out and you know you got yeah. all, okay. I'm with you on that. Suburban, yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in the day, I used to love the suburbans on road trips. Yeah. Andy Losick has a question that we've never been asked before and uh, probably never be asked again, but let's get after it here. Start one, bench one, cut one of these ways to make fart sounds. Here we go. Okay. Armpit, knee pit, wet hand and mouth. Knee pit? I- I've seen people do that. Like you can, you can, I, can, I can't do the armpit thing. I can't make it happen, but I didn't realize you could do it with your knee pit. I used to do the armpit all the time. All right, so knee pits is going to get cut here. Yeah. Cutting. So who do we start? The wet hand and the mouth, or do or, or the uh, the armpit? it's it's wet hand and mouth. I think. Yeah, wet hand and mouth is is yeah. That's, that's you can you can make that. a lot of different sounds with your with the yeah. with the wet hand and mouth. Yeah, it's kind of you, it's if kind you of move like if you move your yeah. if you move your hand certain yeah. ways, you can yeah. do like I I mastered the art of fart sounds. In like junior high, elementary mm-hmm. school, yeah, mastered it. Yeah, that there's certain ways you can hold your hand. It can be a you know, you can do that. You can do the loud like cheek rattling <laughs> sound. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, the armpit's kind of one note. Armpit is one so note. That's on the bench. All right. 
Now, that's right. You have to do a fart sound now. I have to. Yeah. Yeah. You said you were the master. Well, I haven't done. I'm so rusty. I mean, I'm just saying though. If, if I, I'm pretty sure if I got put Greg Maddox on the mound, he could give me one strike. Let me see if I can do the armpit. Oh, we'll get the armpit. Let's see if we can get... I can't hear it if it's happening. I can't hear it. <laughs> just, 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 did it happen? Did you get it? Oh no. No, it's it's there's nothing. No, it's, it's dang not, it. You gotta have to do the mouth thing. Go. I must have gotten too fat. Just do the mouth thing. Go ahead. Do the mouth thing. Here we go. I'm 47 with two children. That's still hilarious. <laughs> sounds like a trombone. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm hot now. Oh my gosh. That is <laughs> the best moment we've ever had. Uh, also from Andy. Smooth oh, jeez. I got to turn on the fan real quick. <laughs> Rank these celebrities who, like me, attended Western Michigan University. We've got Tim Allen, Luther Vandross, oh. Terry Cruz, and John Harbaugh. Vandross, one. Cruz, two. Harbaugh three, Tim Allen four. I didn't expect that we were going to have a Western Michigan. I didn't either. Alum Andy really delivered two fantastic questions this week. Andy, you get questions of the week. We don't do that very often, but you got it this week. I don't even care. Thank you, Andy. There is no top in that last question and the answer that it got. I promise. <laughs> so, all right. Ah. Uh, Anthony Frederick, are you more upset that State didn't keep Hollingshead at offensive coordinator or that we were kind of told a fib about fitting the offense to the players they have? I wasn't upset about Hollingshead whatsoever. I mean, that's just, I'm not. State did not need a first-time head coach, first-time offensive coordinator, first-time defense. They needed somebody who had done it before. And and I'm starting to really, um, I'm starting to really like Barbet's offense. You're starting to yeah. see it. It's starting to it's starting to click a little bit. They just got to get better. Now, quick. yeah, I mean, we and we can we can argue that it's on. I mean, it's not even arguable. It, it's his decision to not use Mike Wright more, mm-hmm. to not put Mike Wright at quarterback, or to create that competition there. So that does fall on him, and that's part of his decision decision making. But the offense as a whole, the the play calling has been solid for the most part. Um, the decision making, you know, especially since he's moved up to the booth. I mean, I, I don't have a whole lot of concerns after what I saw against Bama, mm-hmm. other than the fact that you just don't have a mobile quarterback that can run this offense to its fullest. But I like Barbe. I yeah. think that he has a chance to to be good here. All right. Uh walking bully. If Wright and some of the young guys played and looked promising like Russell did Saturday, would that be enough to keep the fan base engaged? Well, they got to win. That's yeah. what you know. You got to see some wins. You know, if right, if right, if right comes out there and he looks great and the offense is moving and you still lose to Arkansas, well, then who cares? What was the point? It's true. So, uh, 
Should Zach Arnett put more blame on players? I'm tired of hearing the same line about coaches need to coach better. You don't want him throwing his players under the bus, but at the same time, there are ways to answer the questions without saying anything specific. You know, like Saturday night, he could have just been like, I thought it was the right call to go for it. We just didn't execute. That's all you got to say. You're not saying that Will Rogers didn't execute. We, the team, the offense, did not execute. Simple as that. And also, like, I feel very similar about where things are with these press conferences and people wanting answers to how it felt with Joe Moorhead. It it doesn't really matter what they say, in my opinion. Like, I don't care – you know, it, it, that doesn't matter. It's what are you doing on the field? Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I guess I don't understand the fans clamoring to hear certain things from coaches because when they do say those things and they do give you the answer you're wanting to hear, then it's, you know, well, why aren't they doing this and that? So, it, to me, it's just about just just do it. Just get, just get the job done. Uh, you know, the excuses or who needs to be blamed for what, that doesn't really matter. You just got to fix it. Uh, where are we here? Ian Ladner, week five reaction state exceeded my expectations, got at least one stop, and scored one touchdown before the fourth quarter. I think they scored two touchdowns before the fourth quarter. Uh, I think Barbe's play calling may be the biggest problem of the offense thoughts. I, I totally disagree with you. We just discussed yeah. it. Yeah, the, the play calling is actually pretty good. They just haven't, they're not executing. They, coaches yeah. say that a lot. This it's It's accurate. It's accurate this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, can Arnett do anything to turn the defense around? They gotta, they gotta do something. They gotta, they gotta change something fundamental about what they're doing. I think maybe the, you know the the spark of Don Terry Russell and John Lewis. Maybe that'll help the pass rush a little bit. So that's a good start there. Getting Deshaun Page out of that Sam spot because he was struggling there. That's just not where he belonged. So you know, I, I like him in the middle. I do. I do too. Uh, let's see here. This is not a question, but so yesterday, uh, Rebecca Turner announced that it was National Name Your Car Day. Does your car have a name? No. No. You ever had a car with the name? No. Um, my sister did. She had uh, Mabel, uh, Mabel the Sable. Okay. Well, there you go. We had the, we had the Mercury Sable. Uh, yeah. There you go. Uh, when I was very young, and that was like my sister's hand-me-down car. We, yeah. My sister's always got like old people hand-me-down cars. <laughs> um, and so, you know, the, we we would name them. Okay. Name, and then they would break down on the way to school. Yeah. Well, there you go. Oh, I'm disappointed. I thought, I thought the truck might have a name, but no, I, I'm not. I'm not really into that. I got you. Uh, Sheldon Nations asked, "The does bu- your car have a name?" My car is Red Sonia. Okay. Red Sonia. Yeah. Uh, Sheldon Nations, the birthday paradox says that if 23 people are standing in a room together, there's a 50% chance two of them will share a birthday. If there's 75 people, it's 99.9%. Can you explain the math? That's crazy. I've never heard this, and that is crazy to think about. But I guess, I mean, 50 people... You have a one in three hundred and sixty-five chance of of you know in your birthday, right? Every year, there's three hundred sixty-five days in the year. You got one of those days. The so what are the what is one in three sixty-five times fifty? I guess is how how that would. I, I don't. I could be wrong on that. I don't know the answer. 
But yeah, slow down there, Scott Steiner. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> I have a 35% chance. And but then I'm you have another like person the man that he is, so chance. it's double the chance. Yeah. All right. Uh, also, oh, no, that's so funny. Next one. Keep us right. Three questions. Who, who are your. Who are your impact players for men's and women's basketball? Get a stick with Tolu Smith and uh, <laughs> Jessica Carter. I think they're going to make a big impact this year. Uh, what are your thoughts on Russell Dream and on NXT No Mercy? I didn't watch No Mercy. Was it good? Uh, I haven't watched it yet. I, watch it. I thought Russell Dream was a good card. There were some good matches. The Daniel, the Brian Danielson Zack Saber match was so much fun to watch. Really fun. That enjoy. tag team match was was great. It was really the, good. Um, the FTR, yeah, FTR and the and the uh, uh, what was her name? Yeah, um, the Aussie Open, Aussie Open. Those two guys. Yeah, that that was the, the psychology of that was wild. Like yeah. just the, I mean, it's just it's nuts to me how they people how, do that. They know, they if you wrestle, like if if somebody just likes good stories, yeah, you don't have to be a wrestling fan. If I if I set you down and you tell me, you know, I like I like a good story. Mm-hmm. I could show you a wrestling match if you're a deep thinker and you watch that thing and you could come away being really impressed because yeah. a really good match that tells a story is awesome. Yeah. No, and I, that's what they did now. I thought that was excellent. I sat there and watched that whole match. Didn't take my eyes off the TV. It's incredible, yeah. Uh, with I thought it was a great Phoenix, show. We're going to say his name correct. We don't want to get fined here on the show. With Adam Copeland going to AEW, do you see him teaming with Christian at some point or go against him? I think they'll... They're going to obviously start out against him, but they will probably reunite at some point. Just makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah. Eventually, well, they'll have a they'll have a feud, and then eventually Christian yeah. will turn face or something. Exactly. Uh, where are we here, Dalton Lee? I'm working on getting my flying saucer plate here in Memphis. It's a restaurant where you drink 200 plus beers, three per visit only. Name on a plate and in glory. I'm currently at 130. On the plate, you get to customize what it says. What would y'all say? What would your if you had a a plate in a restaurant? What would it say? Like if I had a like a meal, like if I if oh. I could custom like a, oh, a restaurant plate, has something. That's... A plate has your name on it. Oh, you okay. Could put like a saying on there. What would you? You, you made plate? it. You made it sound like it was like a an actual like plate. Like I have my own meal that. No, no, no. You buy. have it's like it's like you know some some places that you have your own mug that has your name on it and all yeah, that. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Get what you're saying. So they're the flying saucer. Gotcha. All right. Um, I don't know because I'm not a I I wouldn't be a good like competitive eater. Mm-hmm. Like you know, Robbie Falk ate you know, like a hundred wings. Right. I don't know. So you, maybe maybe I, I made the most trips to a, a restaurant or something. Well, I think you're missing the spirit of what we're talking. You get to put whatever you want on there. It doesn't have to say what you did. It's saying like I could just say Robbie Falk, a great American. That's kind of silly to me, though. Well, that's what. Like, it, what, like what's the what's the purpose? Because it's it's your plate. It's your it's your Hall of Fame bust. You can have it say whatever you want to say. I don't know. I mean, what, what's yours? Why? Why? Why is it? Why is it I that is that is I was going to go uh, after you, this? but yeah, I, you know, since you don't seem to get it, I didn't. I thought it was like a plaque, like a like a plaque, like I ate. No, 
I a, ate this amount of wings. You can put whatever you want on there. You can, okay. you, can, you, can, you can come up with something witty. I don't know what mine would say. It's something like, uh, I don't know. I'd be like, he probably ate more than he drank while he was here. That would be true. Yeah, it would be true. So. They, they wouldn't give me a plate for all the wings I ate. <laughs> like that. Uh, Zachary Cooey asks, "What's was that holding on Sauce Gardner in the Saturday in the Sunday night football game? I didn't watch this. I've heard it was a terrible call, though. Yes. So it was was it he almost pulled his jersey off? Okay, well there you go. Uh, in light of the new information, do you think Trevor Bauer will pitch in the MLB again? Probably. Yeah. You almost have to do it now, just as a gotta, like, yeah, yeah. you got to act that. of good attrition. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because that. He, I mean, that whole ordeal, I mean, he's got – he. It, I don't know if you've watched that video, but yeah, he basically took her to court knowing he wasn't going to get that money. He wasted money just so he could get the evidence because, you know, you have to subpoena. If you, yeah. you call somebody to court, you have to subpoena all your phone records and stuff like that and just absolutely expose this woman. And I think about that a lot, like – people that are out to just ruin celebrities like that sports mm-hmm. um hollywood whatever mm-hmm. and just you know ruin somebody's life ex- you know exploit them and he had all the evidence and just ex- ex- exposed her right there i mean there's there's nothing that um should keep him from pitching in the mlb I mean, they they almost have to take him at this point. Somebody's got to take him uh, because it's a terrible look on the MLB that he's basically been, you know, thrown away, thrown to the side um, over this stuff because people were so afraid of the backlash. Well, now it's it's out there and proven. And this girl should go to prison. Yes, I agree. I agree 100%. Uh where are we here? Rob <clears throat> Montgomery. I had a theory that the early placement of ga- the games is scheduling our thoughts towards state season. So I ran the numbers of each game from 2012 to 2023 against LSU, Bama, and the Road East team of the year. Example, K- Kentucky in the even years, others in odd. 23 is the third worst overall, but it's relatively similar to most years. Only 14 had a positive point differential total. Obviously, there are still significant concerns, but I'll make the argument that results aren't actually that different from what we usually do against Bama, LSU, and a Road East team, so it's not worth jumping off the ship yet. Your thoughts? Yeah. You're correct. State has played the two teams that always kill it in a road in a, in a road game against a team from the East. Not that different than, than anything else. What were, the... Um... The big thing is you just haven't seen Zach Arnett prove anything right. yet. That's yeah. kind of the issue. I agree. So he has his opportunity. You know, the, you got winnable games here, but you got, you know, games that you can lose as well in the back half of the schedule. So um, he's got to prove it. Yeah. Uh, where are we here? TJ Hand. What's more weird? Ole Miss Media tweeting at RG3 begging him to brag on Oxford or AM cheerleaders grabbing each other's noodles? I have two questions. One, is that first thing happening? Yes. Okay. Two, is that second thing happening? 
I haven't seen the second thing. Then we'll go with the first thing there because we can't prove the second thing. If you show me some proof of the second thing, I would think that is weird. It is kind of strange, though, like how badly like Ole Miss people want people to like celebrities and Mm -hmm. people to like they clamor for that. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, it's like, yeah, it's a little, I mean, it's weird. It's. I mean, that's cool to get, but like they're begging people to give to. It's cool when it happens naturally. It's not cool when you ask someone, you know. Yeah. To do it. Not the same. Um, State College is the name of this Twitter account. A state fan's favorite player is always the backup quarterback. What are your top three MSU quarterback controversies based on your preferred criteria, i.e. Overall fan vitriol slash message board entertainment was a legitimate argument or the ones that ended up being the most wrong. So he's got Rodgers versus Wright, Rodgers versus Sawyer. That one ended up being way wrong. Sawyer Robertson is not good. Uh, Fitz versus Keaton. That also ended up being not right. Fitz was much better than Keaton Thompson. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tyler Russell versus Dak is one that was right. I mean, it's just right. Dak was the better player there. Mike Henning versus Omar Connor. Omar Connor would have been so good in one of today's offenses. Like in this offense now that State has, oh my God. Oh, God. Being unstoppable. Uh, Kevin Fant versus Kyle York. I don't remember that being much of a debate. I just I just don't. I could be wrong. The one that's that's really up there for me is is Wayne Madkin versus Matt Wyatt. Yeah. That that would have been one to to to, to have on there. So um, play baller DC. I think I'm 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 gonna check something here, okay? Because I'm pretty sure he says if we, if I've already asked this question, we can skip it. I'm pretty sure he has. So I'm gonna be sure. I don't remember this. He has asked it before. How I, far? How long? June nineteenth. He asked this question. Really? Yeah. I I just don't remember it. I I remember us having some fun with the word shuttlecock. I do remember that. Yeah, so that's what this is. So he must really enjoy shuttlecock. He must enjoy the badminton. I don't know what's going on. Uh, John Landry, if you won the lottery, what would be your first irresponsible purchase? Plane tickets to Las Vegas. I'm going to Vegas for like two weeks. Is that is that really irresponsible? Oh, the amount of gambling and eating and you know chicanery I'm going to be involved in. Yeah, it's irresponsible. I mean, to me, a lottery is that's free money. Like, yeah. it's it doesn't include you know the I'm going to make money that you work purchases for. first. I'm going to you know put some money away, get it invested, get it into high you know, interest stuff where I don't have to worry about working anymore. I'm going to pay off all my bills. All those things are coming first. But then after everything's settled and like, all right, you still got you know however much money here. What do you want to do? I'm going to get on a plane. I'll be back in a couple of weeks. The first purchase I'm going to make is not even, it's not really a purchase, but um, I guess it technically is. I'm paying off my house. But that's a responsible purchase. That's very right. responsible to pay off your house. Yeah. So, I, you know, I, I think that um, going on trips is an investment. Huh? Into your mental health, it it is. But at the same time, when I say you're responsible, I just mean it's, you're just buying something for you, F- physically, fiscally, yeah. fiscally, fiscally irresponsible. You know what else I would buy? I would go to the square, try to find some real estate on the square, 
buy buy it and put a dollar general in there. Oh. Oh my gosh, that would Imagine. be incredible. You're like, this is yeah, coming soon. You know, what is it? <laughs> dollar general. Family dollar. Oh, right in the middle of this, right next to Ajax. Put a cash to credit or whatever, credit to cash, whatever. Remember how we had, you know, you got to have more than one thing in, in one spot. I'm going to have yeah. a dollar general slash check cat check into cash slash yes. title loan place. Right oh, square. please. Can you imagine? Oh, got to be so funny. And then, and then I promise you at that point, I'd be like, I would not accept $5 billion <laughs> for somebody to sell it. The first thing that's going to happen is you're going to... I don't care about profit and loss. I don't care if it ever makes a dime. It stays open. It's open 24 hours, too. We are 24... And you're going to get... You're going to get some angry phone calls from Richard. Don't care. Totally worth (laughs) it. I'd have my people answer those phone calls. Ah... Tyler Nelson, a lot of people point to the 2018 Kentucky game where they started having serious doubts about Moorhead. Are y'all there with Arnett yet? Yeah. I got some doubts, yeah. Yeah, mine was Arizona. Yeah, I was just like watching how that happened. I was like, this isn't right. This isn't how it's supposed to go. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Also from Tyler, it's Monday, November 27th. Is Thunder and Lightning discussing a head coach vacancy for Mississippi State? I don't think so. I don't think so. It would have to be heading heading for disaster. Yeah. Well, no, at that point it is disaster. It's already season's over. They've already had the disaster. Four and eight, but I mean like the trajectory of the season. Um four and eight would be up would would probably might get you there, yeah. Yeah. Oh and eight in the league. By the way, I hate to give somebody a thought. I hate to give give somebody any ideas, but if I was an Ole Miss fan, do you know what I would – if I was like – you're talking about Ole Miss fans with irresponsible purchases, what would I would do right now? I would give the Grove Collective like $5 million just to flip Stonka Burnside. Why are you putting that into existence? Well, I'm just saying like that's what I would do. Just be like, you know what? They're down. Let's kick them. $5 million? Wasting $5 million? I would, I would, Like again, if I have a billion dollars, what's $5 million? If you have 100 bucks, I think $5 million is like – 50 cents. I, I, I don't know why you want to see the world burn in that way. I don't, but I, don't, okay. I don't want that to happen. You, you, do. you, I, you, you do. How funny. You put it into existence. If you were an Ole Miss fan, that would be like, like you know what? Let's just completely kick them while they're down. Let's flip Birdside and Harrell. <laughs> just, just get them. You're a psychopath. I, I, I am a little bit. Trust me, if it was the other way around, if, if they were down and I was like, we could flip Beavers and uh, Franklin. I would absolutely do it. Imagine if they let's say it was backwards, right? Let's say they had lost to Tulane, Alabama, and LSU. And state had, you know, state beat South Carolina. So they're three and two. They were competitive in the other two games. You feel good about where they're going. Rogers is having a good season. And then some rich guy's like, you know what? I don't even care if they sign with us. I just want to flip them today. Just that 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 that's the kind of psychological warfare I would like to engage in. Okay, there you go. Uh, Winston says, "I believe I heard the old undisputed era theme on an outro of an episode last week." You did. Personally, that's one of my favorites with the new of the newer style theme song, along with Johnny Gargano's "Rebel Heart." I will never play that though, because it's called "Rebel Heart." It'll never never be on the end of the show. I didn't know that it had a name. It did. It's "Rebel Heart." Uh, what are some of y'all's favorites? I love Rollins' uh, song. I love it. Um, I love Reigns's, obviously. 
Um, I like Rhea Ripley's. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good she's one. She's had two really good ones. Yeah, she's had a couple of bangers there. Um, I like in the past, it was, you know, the first Chris Jericho theme in WWE was great. Yeah. Um, both the CM Punks. I loved I loved Line in the Sand by Evolution or by, by Motorhead. I love it. Yep. Um, yeah. So. There's been some bangers out there, there over have. the years. There have. Tristan Howard says, there's a lot of season left, but if there was a head coaching change, do you think it would be better to hire an experienced defensive head coach and hold on to Barbay or get an offensive guy and scrap the current scheme? If, if they let go of Arnett, they got to go offense for the head coach. Offensive yes. coaches are just better. I mean, they I are. Smart and Saban are the top two guys right now, and they're defensive guys, but they're the exceptions. They are the exceptions. Yeah. Uh, and they need to hire like a dynamic offensive guy. Yeah. You know, a let like explosive plays. Right. I don't want to hear about know, the run like, game as much. Like, yeah. you, you need to run. I mean, the ball. I, Kiffin runs the ball a ton. But he doesn't yeah. talk about the run game. He just he just right. yeah. So, uh, Jay in Baltimore. This is an incredible number here. Here we go. MLB just released their the info of that their umpires missed twenty one thousand balls and strikes this season. They've experimented with success in the minors with electronic pitch analysis. Is it time to bring it to the majors? Yeah, yeah. One missed ball and strike is too many. Yeah. I've I've tinkered with that in my head of what I would think about a like robot ump or the strike zone being a hundred percent like accurate or whatever. And I don't know. I, I mean, it's going to affect everybody the same. So it's not like it's going to be a bad thing for you know Mississippi State or anything like that. But at the same time, I kind of like the human error. A little bit, the the possibility of guy being wrong, um, because I I think that's part of that's kind of part of sports is yeah. things like that happen. Like what what's the fun of it? Is everything well, is what so I would precise. tell you then is if you're going to do that, then you need to get rid of the analytics that show it. Yeah, you, well, I mean, you can't show me analytics and say you missed twenty one thousand pitches and not expect me to say, well, then you need to fix it. Well, I think that's that's kind of what the analytics are about is yeah. to hold those people accountable so it gets better. Yeah. So it's kind of why they had such a man. tight strike zone whenever um, they had the new rules, not rules, but the what they're doing with like assessing each umpire now right. in college right. baseball. Right, right, right. The strike zone's gotten super tight. So, so for MLB, right? I just did some quick math. He says there's 21,000 missed balls and strikes, right? So it's 30 teams, 162 games a team. That's 4,860 baseball games played, right? Which means if there's 21,000 missed balls and strikes, that means an average of four pitches per game are getting missed. I mean, that is wins and losses. Yeah. How many, how many strike threes that got somebody out of an inning, but well, that was a ball? Or it's how true. many ball fours that kept an inning going that you could have been out of the inning? I mean, that's that's tough. That's very tough. Yeah. Uh, Alexandra Watson asked when turning left onto a road that is two lanes going one way, a turn lane and two lanes going the other way, 
How do you handle a car when a car in the lane closest to you stops to let you out, but you don't want to go because you can't see the other lane? This is a, this is a scrambling my brain. And there's a question. I need to be in the car. I can't, I can't visualize it. So I, I meant, okay. So I'm trying to turn left. Is that what we're doing here? Okay. I'm turning left on yes. the road. So, so, okay. so get on highway 12. Okay. I'm on, I'm on 12. So take a left down like industrial park, uh, road or okay. yeah, over yeah. there by the, Right, right, right. Um, Brian uh, Airfield or something. Right. Okay. Okay. So this car in the lane closest to me stops. So that means I'm in the turn lane. And then they're in the left-hand lane going the other way. So now he, what she's at saying is, I can't see the right-hand lane well enough to know if I should go. My brain hurts on this I, one. I'm, I'm, I can't. I can't, I can't do, do it. it. I can't do it, Alexander. I'm sorry, Alex. You're gonna have to get Alexander to to explain that to We're you. We're gonna have to get in the car. Yes. <laughs> it's like, all right, okay. Oh, now I see what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I can't answer driving questions unless I'm... We're way too dense. We're way too dense for this, Alexander. Yeah. Clint Kelly asks, how much of an effect is the Will Rogers chase for the all-time passing record having an effect on the uh, coaching staff make decision-making process? First off, Clint, congratulations. You got effect and effect right in this question. You did... You, you, no, 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 I take it back. You didn't. They're both used as a noun. They should both be with an E. Sorry, Clint. My bad. And also misspell Will Rogers' name. Well, that's irrelevant. It doesn't matter what his name is. Feels like they're considering based on the extremely limited Mike White, Mike Wright usage, even in garbage time. Uh, I've thought about that. I won't. I won't lie and say it hasn't crossed my mind that they're like, we're going to let this kid break the record, and we don't want to. I, I could definitely say that. Yeah, I still think that Mike Leach used to leave Will in there longer mm-hmm. for him to like rack up some yardage. Yeah. I still believe that. Yeah. Yeah, I could definitely see that being the case. They just have respect for what he's done here. But yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, you have to do what's best for the team. I agree. I agree. Uh, I, I, if, if that's what they're, the, the problem is, then yeah, that's a huge issue for me. That's a big red flag. Uh, Perry Cafeteria asks, why is the sink water in the bathrooms at Davis Wade just short of boiling? Really spoils the refreshing, ref, refreshing face splash, buddy. If you're splashing the the water from Davis Wade Stadium near your mouth, you got bigger issues than the the temperature of said water. I'm glad it's boiling to get rid of all the bacteria. <laughs> Don't put that mud, that water in your mouth. God Almighty! <laughs> Come on, dude. That's a <laughs> I've uh, never, I've never, um, never under any circumstances. I, well, I haven't been down there. I haven't been in those bathrooms in years. Yeah. But even if so I, I had, been, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. Um, <laughs> let's see. We're moving on from that question. Um, dear old state asks, what is Zach Arnett's buyout? I mean, I assume it's $9 million, but I don't know for sure. Uh, only a couple of questions left here. Pat and Paris asks, going on a cruise Monday with the wife and kids. I'm looking forward to turning off my phone 
and not turning it back on until Friday. What is the longest you've ever disconnected from social media? It's not long. I have never, I haven't ever been on a, like a, a foreign trip or anything like that. I mean, I've been in the, in the air a couple of times for like five, six hours, but I've definitely never gone a couple of days without, you know, being on my phone. Yeah. It, I would like to. At this point, like when you're working in sports too, like you just yeah. can't. I mean, exactly. It's, it's I mean, impossible. When I went on vacation this last year in December, it was on signing day. I mean, I had I had to look. I got to know yeah. what's on there. So, yep. Um, Reed Green asked. Okay, well, I was wondering if anybody's ever going to bring it up. Brian was Richard's statement about Devin Leary on Sports Talk Monday show one of the most embarrassingly wrong things he said on there. I would put it right at the top. I, that was an all time goof. Mistake. That was rough. It was rough. Because <laughs> I, 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 I encourage you, Robbie, to go back and find the video and watch me and Borky's face as that conversation. I could, I could, I could see your face through just, what I was like, hearing. Hey, I'm, he's just like he starts talking, and I literally just like. <laughs> and Borky's doing the exact same thing, and that if you go back and he's like, he says what? <laughs> it's because he finally looked at the camera and sees us staring at him. <laughs> It just goes from there. Also, who was he thinking about? I have no clue, man. Literally any other Devin. (laughs) No idea. I mean, I get that Devin Leary is a member of the Reggie Cleveland All Stars. I get that. But come on, man. (laughs) Uh, Also, from Reed, I just entered my first serious relationship ever. And my girlfriend has never gotten into sports, and her only exposure to sports was casually watching a few LSU games in a past relationship. I made her sit through part of the Southeast Louisiana game, the Arizona game, and the first half of the Bama game. Would this be considered cruel and unusual punishment? Buddy, if she doesn't marry you, she's going to hate sports for the rest of her life. Like, you couldn't have worse games to show her. On top of the fact that Reed has uh, also said that Restaurant Tyler is not good. Oh, Reed, why am I he's, even he's mess- your questions? I don't know. He's messing up. He's he's, me- he's messing up big time. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Kennedy asked, is water wet? I had this discussion with someone last night. By definition, water is not wet. Why is that? Because being wet is the condition of having water on you. Okay. Water cannot have water on itself. Therefore... Water is not wet. Water being wet is when a but what but water makes you wet. Water makes you wet. Water makes you yes, but water is not wet. You cannot make water wet. Well, where does the wet come from? Again, wet being water is when you have a solid object and you douse it in a liquid. Then the the object is wet. You cannot have water put a liquid in it and say that it's wet. Like if you put but if like somebody throws thing, water on me, you're wet. I'm going to say that I'm wet because of the water. You are wet. The water is not wet. The water I got is wet, wet because someone threw water on me. Because through someone threw water on me. The, the water, water is it wet? You're wet. But I got. But I think it's it doesn't matter. I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Like, the wetness if I, if I, is, is you. If I put like dirt you. on you, you're dirty. What, right, Dirt's not dirty. Wet is the wet is the state of having happens. water on you. Yes, wet is, is what happens. I get what you're saying. It is I get, the state I get of having water on you. 
So water is not wet. Don't don't believe that it, it that it is. Is cereal a soup? Yes. You put milk in your cereal, it's a soup. It's breakfast. I, I don't think soups are supposed to be cold. That's not true. There are lots of cold soups. Gazpacho, Vichyshwas, plenty of cold yeah, soups. But, but that's just a that's just a uh, that's just my personal preference. I hear you. I hear you. I, I don't think soup should be cold. I think any if you have a if you have a liquid a liquid with solid objects in it that you can eat that is soup. By okay. definition, we're going by definition here. Do you eat rice? With I say a- cereal is cereal. Yeah, that's true. Do you eat rice with a fork or with a spoon? I eat rice with a fork. Me too. Rice is great when you want to eat like six thousand or something. Yeah. So. Uh and then yeah, I, I, real question here. Why hasn't Radar Jones been playing? Hurt early, but he's better now. I don't expect much out of Radar Jones, to be honest with you. Just don't see Yeah, him. never never really have. Yeah. So but and it is kind of telling that the state's situation in the secondary he's not, he's not playing. Yeah. Uh Mangum Cafe says other ways to spend my time and money. I work hard Monday through Friday to spend my Saturdays miserable. Well, buddy, get after it then. I won't say anything against you. Baseball scripted song challenge. So this is going to be tough because I, I, I saw this question earlier and I was trying to remember, but I think I, it's one of those things like I got to be there. But what is the song for Taste of the Lounge? Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm like, is it in Paradise? Or is it the Redneck Yacht Club? It is. I think it is Redneck Yacht Club. I think you're right. Uh, a pitching change. Um, had a bad day. It says for MSU though they wouldn't do that if they, they wouldn't tease state like that. So the had a bad day is for the other team. Yeah. Well, the pitching changes are like whenever the coach is walking out. Yeah. It's like green onions or something. I think you're right. I think it's Booker At T. At one point, they played Green Onions yeah. and the coach is walking out. And then song after Take Me Out to the Ball Game. Uh, shipping up to Boston. Yep, that's right. They play the same thing at every single game. That's at what every he's trying point. to get at. He's like, we said it's that just, we could tell you what, what's happening by the song. Yeah, we could. It, after 32 games or whatever, they played at home. No, and yeah. it just gets to the point where just like, oh, my like, God. If he had asked us this question in April – I would have rather. Oh, we'd, we'd have it down. Yeah, but yep. it's been long enough that I've been away that I had to think. You know, yeah, get, give me give me some time to uh, yeah. to get back in the swing of things in February. Yeah. Mangum Cafe, we'll, we'll have you ready. We'll have Fan of tamales, Robbie? That's his last question. I love tamales. Sure. They're good. Yeah. 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 Especially uh, the, like, you know, fresh, like homemade. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, World Kumite fighting champion Frank Dukes <laughs> has some questions for us. <laughs> Uh, he asked about Edge. People are excited about Edge. I'm Adam Copeland. I'm sorry. So he's just cool. Yeah, he is. You know, everybody uh, likes him. He's cool. Rank these four useless things: sunscreen on the sun, an umbrella in a hurricane, an air conditioner in Antarctica, or Mike Wright in the Bar Bay offense. Oh, well, that's. <laughs> yeah. I think you got the. I think you got it right because there, there's no, well, no at least sometimes like, yeah, at least sometimes like. Mike Wright is impacting yeah. the game. I think he's got the rankings fashion. correct because on the sun, nothing matters. You're dead. You're dead. Yeah, so. you're dead. If we're if we are like, 
you know, just a few hundred miles or whatever closer to the sun, we're dead. Yeah, exactly. Hunter Bolin, if the SEC head coaches had an East versus West War Games match, who would represent War Games? War Games. Who would represent each division? What order would they enter, and who would win? All right, you got my attention here. So we got four, we got to pick four. Mm-hmm. All right, it's the match coaches. So four coaches. All right, so the West for sure we want Arnett and Pittman. Yes. Who are the other two? I feel like Lane Kiffin's got to be in there because of the character that is he Kiffin is. Kiffin or Ric Flair? Kiffin is the first guy in mm-hmm. because he's going to be in there with somebody that's going to like that wants to kill him. Okay, I see where you're going. So he's sitting there, you know. Don't so, hurt me. I think the yeah. West are the are the heels, and we're, and there that's the Horsemen. So you've got I think Kiffin is Flair, which would okay. make who is who's Jimbo is Barry Windham. The Texas guy, okay. Arnett's double A, and uh, uh, okay. Now I got to go another way with this because Ole wasn't with Wyndham. So Pittman is. So that would make. Hold on, let me make. Sure, let me think about this again. Somebody's got to be Tully. Okay, so then Jimbo is Tully, and will and Pittman is Ole. Okay. Okay. Arnett is the enforcer is the easiest thing ever. Yes. All right. So the East are the good guys. Smart, Beamer, um, um, uh, uh, Stoops, 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 and Hypel, Hypel. No. Quits. No. Napier. Napier is yeah. Napier. Okay. Yep. So we start with Kiffin and Smart. Somebody does. Somebody's gonna just you know, yeah, beat his butt. Yeah, smart. All right. Yeah. Arnett comes in to help. Yes. And then I'm to help say, the Ole Miss coach. Well, it's 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 West versus East here. Arnett comes in. Then you get. Uh, then I think Napier's coming in. Napier versus Arnett is like double A versus. Uh, I'm trying to think who would be a, a good example. Who was like the the face tough guy. Like Nikita Koloff, like we're, 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 that's what we got there. All right, third guy Arnett. In. Arnett would drag his face across the oh. the cage. Oh, he would oh. taste the steel. No question. <laughs> his face would be the proverbial crimson mask. All right, then Pittman comes in. Now, now we've got Pittman and Arnett in there. The, the West is really running things at this point. All right. Yes. This is where uh, Beamer comes in. He's the high flyer. He's jumping off the top. He's getting he's he's coming off the cage. He's doing all this stuff. Then Jimbo. And then um, who was the last guy? Smart, Napier, Beamer. And Sto- Stoops is the is the guy who's clearing house. He's the tough guy. He's cleaning house. Yeah. He's coming in to clean house. Now, now the match can officially begin. All four men are in the ring. I think the West wins, though. The horseman the wins. The match beyond. The match beyond can begin. I think the Horsemen win the, the the SEC West. Pittman and Arnett are just too much to overcome there. Yeah. Okay. That was a. Gr- I feel. I feel like. I feel like we we've. Uh, I feel like you have propped Sam Pittman up a little too much. I like fact. What can I say? The fact that he is now like blocking uh, people, shutting off his social media. Oh, I agree with that. Yeah, it's it's dumb. It, he's he's become much more soft than the, I than I thought. I agree a hundred percent with that. But in a fight. I'm going to take Sam Pittman in there. 
I don't know, man. He's out of shape. So was old. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's it's fine. <laughs> He's gonna fight dirty, and Kiffin is gonna be. You talk about the dirtiest player in the game. Kiffin's gonna be hitting everybody low. He's gonna have a fork hitting them from behind. Game. There's no way they're, Kiffin they're not looking. Sneak, raise a, a, a fork in there or something. So yeah. All right. Let me tell you something right now. I would pay. What does a pay per view cost? Like fifty bucks. I would pay two hundred dollars to watch that fight. I would too. Be imagine, fun. imagine Arnett and Kiffin teaming up on, on Kirby Smart, just just waylaying him into the <laughs> steel. <laughs> All right, just 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 taking that face and grating it like cheese. Oh my god! Over the steel cage, uh, Jim Ross would just be in there, like, oh my god, don't you have any heart? <laughs> I swear, if Zach Arnett has a heart, King. It's black as coal. <laughs> colder than a stepmother's kiss ah last one walking bully why do coaches always say the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results that's not the definition yeah well i think if you say the definition of insanity is that it's a mental condition where in which i don't think anybody gets your point the actual definition of insanity is not what we're going for here we're right. trying to make a point Exactly. I think you understand the point, walking bully. You just don't want to for some reason. So. Anywho. All right. Tomorrow's show. I, I said it yesterday. I want to talk about why Robbie and I were wrong about this team thus far. So we're going to get into that a little bit. Uh, we're not You're gonna, technically correct. That's the best kind of correct, too. But you see what I'm getting at. Uh, I don't think we're going to do opponent preview this week uh, because, you know, first off, my guy, Matt Eller, that we had on during the summer, I have given his information out to every beat writer on this beat at this point, I feel like. Everybody's like, hey, I heard you had a Western Michigan guy. So He's a celebrity. How much more information can Matt give us? Just go find the other guys and talk to them uh, or, or read their stuff. I, I encourage that. It's kind of like we're a fraternity. It's not really so much a business. And uh, that said, we'll talk about that. We'll, have, we'll do the three Ps on Friday. Looking ahead to next week for the bi-week blitz, as we call it. I have interviews lined up with Coach uh, Purcell, with Coach Armstrong from MSU Soccer. Uh, and then I'm going to get interviews lined up. They're, they're being set up. I haven't got the times yet with Coach Jans, Coach Lamonis, and Coach Rickett. So we'll have a lot of fun next week on the off week. And we'll get away from football just just a little bit. Have a great Thank Wednesday, God. guys. <laughs> have a great Wednesday, great guys. Wednesday, yes. Before we go, Before Robbie, we go. One, more, uh, one more fart noise, please. Yeah. Don't pass out. <laughs> He's about passed out. He is as red as a beet. I'm rusty. I'm rusty. If I can get one in here. That's the sound of MSU football, y'all. For, for Robbie Fall. I'm Brian Dad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk, Mississippi. <laughs> Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.